0: Money FM 89.3, best of breakfast. Morning Shot. Good morning. Hope you're having a great Thursday so far. On Morning Shot, risk experts always say no two crises are the same. So, what lessons can businesses and the community tap from COVID 19 to prepare for the next big pandemic when it knocks on our doors? Before we get to that, COVID-19 first hit Singapore's shores in 2020. Fast forward three years and we're finally out of the shadows of that severe existential test of our generation, some would say. In a COVID-19 white paper released recently, the government flagged areas of improvement such as the U-turn on masks and inconsistent safe management measures, but it also highlighted how public and private companies successfully banded together to fight the pandemic. For more on that, we're joined by Tan Chong-Ming, co-chair of the Emerging Stronger Task Force and also the Group CEO of PSA International. Good morning, Mr Tan.
1: Good morning, Lynn.
0: Welcome to the show. Now, you are the Thank co-chair you. of the Emerging Stronger Task Force and you are among quite a number of people who received national awards for your contribution towards Singapore's fight against COVID-19. Give us a sense of what that role as co-chair meant to you.
1: Well, firstly, it's good to uh, look at COVID in the rearview mirror, finally, as you said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and indeed, Emerging Stronger Task Force was uh, an incredible piece of the journey. Mm-hmm. You must remember that it was set up at the time, in uh, April 2020, where there was considerable uncertainty. And together with uh, my co-chair, Minister Desmond Lee, and a group of about 20 private sector leaders and a very capable secretariat, it was a scramble at first, including how to meet and how to be safe. But our first task was to listen, to examine, and to understand the impact of COVID, which is unprecedented, on first local and the global scene on businesses, on people, and to try to resolve certain responses that we could uh, make very quickly. So it was first to listen, but very quickly then uh, we found that it was appropriate and right to start to move to action.
0: Mm. So
1: it was a hectic period of about 12 to 18 months, uh, and I think we managed to discern a couple of uh, Uh, key impact areas, be it on businesses involved in hospitality and hence the importance of travel uh, and on the the importance of digital and also on sustainability. Mm -hmm. And the buyers... Towards action, I think in hindsight, was the right one to take. So, overall, uh, an incredible journey.
0: Yes, uh, Emerging Stronger Task Force, of course, was set up to preempt the major trends triggered by COVID 19 and prepare Singapore for recovery in terms of uh, the economy and social issues as well. Let's dive into one key area that the government is looking to review now that COVID-19 is behind us. Communicating better during a public health crisis. Now, the White Paper reported that ways in which indicators of crisis severity and related public health measures are designed and communicated will be looked into. Can you shed some light on how that could be done? And what is the best case scenario in terms of improving public communication when it comes to crises?
1: Well, I think um, looking back at how it was done, on the whole, I believe the way in which the government task force looked at the evolution through the beginning, uh, the early stages of COVID and then guided the country through the various DOSCON levels and finally Circuit Breaker, I think on the whole it was done uh, quite appropriately and quite well. And perhaps in hindsight, one could say that learning from uh, everything that we've been through the understanding now that we have on what makes for essential businesses and what are non-essential business that will ultimately also be impacted, but perhaps at a later phase. if that could be taken into account in the implications on you know mobility on manpower movements and and such things on uh, the impact that businesses will face while we are constructing the communications and, and then the response approaches. Uh, I think that will be very helpful. We saw that retail was down in the second quarter of 2020 by uh, up to 50% and hospitality, food and beverage, and also travel-related businesses like uh, conferences, events, and so on. And the, the country as a whole pivoted very well. Uh, but during the moments of scramble, mm-hmm. especially when border closings were very quickly enacted, it was actually tough on some businesses So we learn, we look at what the hotspots were, especially on essential businesses, uh, including, say, companies like mine, PSA. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we can uh, say tweak and do it a little better the next time.
0: Public trust is very important during a pandemic. How can that synergy that we saw between public and private partnerships be taken even further? And how does that tie in in terms of resilience from a business point of view?
1: Well, certainly what COVID taught us, and it was a root shock to the entire world, is that um, the world is already very different now from, uh, say, when SARS happened. And the tools that are available to all of us are already considerably more mature, like digital. And you find that when you bring the best of public and private together, Mm -hmm. you can very quickly consider how to use everything that is available in the situation at hand to address the key problems together. Uh, this public-private approach also enables us to uh, be a more effective, uh, say, policy kitchen, uh, even during peacetime. And during difficult times like crisis, it enables joint-up response team that, that is able to bring together the best from both public and private. But even during peacetime, and one of the lessons in the task force is that the way in which government considered and evolved policies in the past, which is much more within the curtain of Mm -hmm. government agencies, if you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it is done together with the active participation of uh, private sector, even in its formative stage, it would actually come out stronger. So I think this should continue during peacetime and will enable us also to be more prepared when the next crisis comes along.
0: Okay, the key vision that the task force put forward in an earlier report is that a uh, post COVID 19 Singapore is one that breaks new ground in the digital space, both for businesses and our people. Of course, we have seen digitalization accelerated by the pandemic, but is that momentum still going strong for businesses?
1: Yes, I think so. And there are many things that are happening today in our uh, social space that did not exist uh, before COVID. The way we order our food, the way we pay our bills, the way we uh, conduct e-commerce and the online shopping is high and did not come down. So I think many things are assisted uh, by uh, everybody becoming more digital savvy and uh, digital ready. Uh, While in the consumer space, this is quite commonplace now, I would say uh, we still need to go a ways. Uh, Mm. for it to be uh, completely effective within the B2B environment and financial in trade, in supply chain and so on. Uh, And companies are at the forefront of this, together with government as well. And one of the actions that came out of the Emerging Stronger Task Force, which is from a digital infrastructure for supply chain, trade, finance and so on, uh, did not stop there. So we continue to build, but perhaps... Uh, with less of a hectic uh, mindset than existed at the time. Uh, It's much more within the uh, plans of uh, normal business execution.
0: Okay, we've been speaking to Tan Chong-Meng, co-chair of the Emerging Stronger Task Force and Group CEO of PSA International. Mr Tan, your contributions included helping to ensure that Singapore's supply chains withstood the numerous global and domestic disruptions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. So can you tell us, Are there infrastructure gaps that can be worked on to boost resilience even more on that front?
1: Well, I think uh, one of the concerns for a country with a lot of demands from its population would be essential supplies and uh, Singapore having to import a lot of things that we consume would certainly be well-placed to uh, look at the lessons from COVID and say, uh, do we need to build any infrastructure, extra storage? Do we have to have digital systems that allow us to have better transparency on how these stocks are being held? Uh, Some stocks have shelf lives and as such has to be traded. So during COVID, we found that the transparency of our we we were never really short of essential supplies Mm. it's just that tracking and knowing where we stood was not very easy and sometimes you overstock and stock gets old Uh, so I I think we can do better at peacetime in order to ensure that uh, we will not be in such a scramble
0: How do you propose we do that better?
1: Um, both in the digital space, which is uh, enabling us to have dashboards that will clearly indicate the level of supplies at any point in time, as well as in fiscal infrastructure. Uh, it's not going to be extensive, but there will be critical ones I think we should put in place in order to have the right supplies at the right time. And, uh, you know, there are layers of supplies. There are consumables as well as medical ones. So I think the appropriate agencies are considering this.
0: Apart from supply chain issues, are there specific sectors of concern, especially for new companies who might be facing difficulty growing in the current uncertain economic climate?
1: Well, I think because COVID being a health crisis affects mobility, affects demand, affects the way we design work and even life, like how to go to school. Uh, There will be companies that were affected uh, Mm -hmm. during the two, three years. But I would say, you know, namely retail and then hospitality, food Mm -hmm. and beverage and airline travel, the the like. Uh, But I think most of them are back. I mean, if you look at the indicators for retail over 2021 and then 2022, um, they are fairly strong. And then food and beverage is also uh, quite strong. Construction, which was then a second order of uh, impact beyond the first line. Mm-hmm. In terms of workers and the construction activity, I think we are largely back. Although we did face the impact of inflation and as a result uh, at different price points now a little higher, uh, but certainly activity-wise, they have rebounded. I think new businesses, if they are built during COVID on the basis of new technology and the ability to um, you know, handle extraordinary circumstances, I think they will fare stronger as well.
0: All right. Thank you very much for that. We've been speaking with Tan Chong Ming, co chair of the Emerging Stronger Task Force and Group CEO of PSA International. Thank you very much for your insights, Mr. Tan.
1: Well, thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at
0: moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.